Welcome to the lab where your second half is your best half. If you're a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or beyond, and you're ready to create a wild second half that makes you feel energized and alive, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Ann Barber, and I'm going to share with you inspiration as well as interviews and real-life transformation from women just like you who are unapologetically living a fulfilling second half. The second half of your life is an invitation to spark a new version of yourself. So let's get started. Hello, my friend. I missed you. I was in New York for two weeks. As many of you may know or may not know, um, I am from upstate New York in the Saratoga area. And this time of year is like a really funny time. It's beautiful. It's green. Because here in Colorado, we don't get as much rain, so it's really green there. Um, so it's it's wonderful. Um, and it's horse racing season, and it's just a lot of things to do downtown. So it was really fun to see my family, see my friends, and it was jam-packed. But through it all, I had some really aha moments, and I can't wait to share that with you today because maybe you see yourself in this. And you know, one of the things that I want to talk about today with you is sacrifices. The thing that many of the air quote gurus don't really talk about, they'll talk about all the things that are possible, but in the possibilities, there's sacrifices. And when they come up, when these sacrifices, because sacrifices, as we know, are very uncomfortable. And when they come up, that's when we start to believe that something is wrong that you're not meant for this. Maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're dreaming the wrong dream. Maybe you're not good enough. Whatever it might be, the nervous system is what holds you back. And today I identified two of these sacrifices. And when we're aware of what's happening, when we're aware of what happens as a result of stepping into them in order to live your best life, when we understand what happens to our nervous system and the response, that's when we can say to ourselves, I'm okay, I'm safe, nothing is wrong. So when I was on the plane, I just mentioned that I was in New York and kind of had some aha moments. It took me five years to get to this, like really get to it. I knew it, I knew it consciously, but I didn't know it to my soul, if you understand what that means. It was like the first time I ever heard it. And it was just like, wow, this is so freeing. Now I get it. We're good. I'm ready to rock and roll. We talk about the second half of life here in the podcast. But if you're ready to be energized for the second half of 2023, this podcast is for you. And it's also for you if you're not where you want to be. So let's talk about sacrifices. Let's talk about the thing that many don't speak about. You know, we hear in the advertising, we hear like, just do it. You got this. You know, just think positive. But that only gets us so far. So let's talk about the two required sacrifices for you living your best life. The first one is letting go of your old self. 
letting go of your old self. You might say, well, that's an easy one. Not so fast, because even to this day, I still have to work on this because there's a consciousness that says, yeah, I want new, I want adventure, I want to grow, I want expansion. But my subconscious is saying, not so fast, girl, not so fast. (laughs) So one of the things, like just to give you an example is, you know, you might be saying, I want more money. I'm tired of being broke. You might say that. But what's holding you back and repeating the pattern, and then the same thing that happened to me, is our old self is comfortable in the struggle. That's what the old self knows. So when the consciousness, when the new self goes out and adventures and behaves in a way that will bring in the abundance that is desired, the old self says, "Uh uh-uh, that's not who we are. Get back here. Get rid of the money. Overspend it. Give it away. Do something with it so that we're broke again and we're in struggle because that's how we operate. So know that It's your nervous system. Nothing is wrong. You can speak to it. You don't have to. I don't even recommend that you shame it. Just speak to it and say, oh, I see what you're doing. You're trying to keep me comfortable because that's what it's meant to do. Keep us safe. Keep keep us comfortable. You can speak to it and say, I understand what you're trying to do here, but we're good. We're okay. I got this, right? Because it's when you allow yourself to be in alignment to what you want in the form of like money, because since we're using this as an example, when you allow yourself to stay in alignment, even though these moments come up where your old self says, nah, we're not doing that. You stay in alignment with your thoughts, with your decisions, with your energy. Everything will be brought to you. You allow it to come to you and through you. Another example might be, I wish I felt more confident than I would, than I would start a business, than I would change jobs, than I would retire, than I would write a book, than I would speak. What is that for you? But we block and we hold on to our old self in the form of thinking when I feel comfortable, when I feel confident, then I will. See, the old self is saying, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I have something to learn. I got to know one more thing. I got to learn one more thing. I need more money. I need more help before. And until I get all these things that I need, and your body's going to keep telling you that you need something more in order to align to whatever it is that you want in this second half, your body's going to say, I need something because it's unwilling to be uncomfortable. Your old self is unwilling to be uncomfortable, but you can allow it into your life when you recognize that courage comes before confidence. So when you take that step in alignment to that new version of yourself, that woman that you desire to be, the woman you desire to become, when you do that, 
And your nervous system will show up and say, "Uh uh-uh, we're not ready. We can't do that. You don't have what it takes. Let's get back here into the old self where we're comfortable. You can speak to it and know that with courage, you'll continue to build on this confidence. And as you build onto it, less and less of that nervous system will show up because the nervous system, now you've created like a new level of a nervous system because now it understands that that is who you are in your new self. It no longer recalls the old self because you've created a pattern for yourself. So like I said, letting go of your old self is a sacrifice required to live your best life. The second one is your willingness to run your own race. You may be in a position where you feel like you're not where you want to be. You get to, you know, your 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever age it is in the second half. And you're like, wow, I thought I'd be in a different place. I thought things would be a little different for me. You don't feel like inspired. You're feeling uncertain. You're feeling there's no growth, no expansion. But yet there's risk involved when you decide to run your own race. And that's why many do not, because there's a fear of judgment. There's a fear of being excluded, of no longer fitting in. But the reward of choosing you in replace of a should life is such a soul fulfilling life. You're more in alignment because if it's on your heart, it's where you're meant to be. It's who you're meant to become, despite what it looked like up to this point. This was like this aha moment because I was writing this on the plane coming back to Denver. When you get what you want, when you get what you ask for, there's discomfort in that as well. You know, what I was thinking about was I asked for a more expanded life. You know, I was in a tough situation six, seven years ago. And at that point, I was asking for this life that I felt from the inside was still meant for me, even though my circumstance didn't look anything like it. And day by day, month by month, year by year, things have evolved and I'm getting what I asked for. But I've spent the last five years getting what I'm asking for, but standing in a place where I was feeling like an outsider. I was loving Colorado, loving the adventure, excited to be able to share that with my family, my friends, my clients when they visit, all of the great good feels things. Like my son moved here when he got out of college and he went off to Texas after, but it was just great to be able to introduce this new space to him, right? And to myself, right? So it's been an adventure. It's been great. That part has been great, but there's been another part. And the other part is the part where you see on social media, that your family is all together for a holiday or somebody's birthday, or they're going out to one of your favorite places to see a band. You know, you see your friends having a glass of wine together, just having fun. And now this is not to say I don't want them 
to be doing that because it makes me happy to see them living life like and having a great time. Yet I felt like such an outsider. And when I came here, I was all alone. I didn't know anyone but the gentleman that I came out to work for and run his company. And he lived 40 minutes south of me. So for much of like six, seven months, I didn't know anyone until I started going back to church. But with that being said, I felt like an outsider. So I often spent time longing for my next visit so I would be included, right? And it was painful because sometimes I thought, well, geez, maybe I shouldn't be here. If I'm feeling like sad, if I'm feeling lonely, if I'm missing out, maybe maybe something's wrong, right? But I had to consciously remind myself that nothing is wrong. But here was my aha moment for me. What I realized was I am right where I'm supposed to be. When you become who you desire to be, when you get what you are asking for, be reminded that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And the aha moment was, wow, I was meant to come to Colorado from New York. This was a place for me to focus. This was a place for me to grow. This was a place to prepare me for my trip to Italy, where I say that I want to live, like I feel called to live there like six months, a year, two years. I was like, wow, because my family is so large and my circle is so large that it is a distraction because I just want to have fun and I want to be with them and I want to spend time with them. And I did that over the two weeks, but it made me realize that I could not grow, evolve to the woman I want to become without the space. So God, the universe brought me exactly what I asked for. But again, my nervousness, my nervous system was saying, "Uh, something's wrong here because you're lonely. You're uncomfortable. Something must be wrong. So be reminded when you run your own race and you get what you ask for, your nervous system is still at play and you simply just need to speak to it and let it know that you're safe. You're okay. I got you. I got it from here. Thanks. Let's go. So when we look at the equation of living your best life, it's quite simple. Not easy, but it is simple. When you're willing to let go of your old self, when you're willing to run your own race, and you understand how your nervous system responds to the sacrifice of comfort, your world will open up. You will feel more confident, more creative, more energized, more alive, and in the process, you'll discover more of the woman you are on the inside. Let's go live your best life. Until next time, I love you much. My beautiful sister, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want more of it on a daily basis, I encourage you to come join us over in Facebook in the lab 
the home of the Second Half Sisterhood, where we have 1,300 women just like you in the community. We're having fun, and we'd love to have you part of it. Look for the link in the show notes. We'll see you over there.